So we are in Isaiah chapter 60 and I want to share some things that I believe the Lord wants us to see concerning how to function in Isaiah chapter 60, how to walk in it, what, what, what's our part to play? What is our part to play in seeing Isaiah 60 in manifestation? I've been spending a lot of time in Isaiah 60 over the years really, but in recent times really felt led to do it. We've started off our meetings Saturday 10am here in the Glasgow Revival Centre <clears throat> called The Gathering. And it's really all themed around Isaiah chapter 60 where it says, lift up your eyes all around the sea. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons and daughters shall come uh, from afar. Your sons shall come from afar. Your daughters shall be nursed at your side. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, we're gathering people for the purpose of walking in the glory of Isaiah chapter 60. But there's something I want us to look at here because what's our part to play? What's our role in this? And I just want to show you a couple of things. We'll just read from verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The glory of Yahweh is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And deep darkness the people. And that's where we are right now, isn't it? The world is completely covered in darkness. Pandemics, wars, famine, death. Deep darkness is happening, folks. We know it's happening. But the Lord will arise of you and his glory will be seen upon you. The nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Now, that ought to take us to another place in scripture where we will see how we ready ourselves. Because people ask, well, how are we going to walk in all of this wonderful chapter? How are we going to see the wealth of the nations come, the abundance of the world economy turn to us? How are we going to see these things manifest? Well, we have to position ourselves. I was sharing at the Bible College class I teach last night just on called, commissioned, sorry, called, chosen and commissioned, how many are called. In fact, we're all called. Uh, we're really all called and we're really all commissioned. But you only, we're all called, but you only receive the commission in a sense, in a personal way for you when you are chosen. And it's not God really that does the choosing. You do the choosing. You choose to position yourself for God to use you. That's how it works. That's how it works for every believer. We all, we're all called. We all have a destiny. Um, but we all have to position ourselves. You see, you can be off um, watching TV, going to football, you know, socialising, doing all kinds of stuff when you should be spending time with God, when you should be preparing yourself. And um, so the, the choosing part is not really God choosing us, um, you know, because uh, he just chooses us randomly or I like the look of you, don't like the look of you. We do the choosing in that we choose to position ourselves and then become commissioned by God for the purpose for which he has chosen us, if that makes sense. So, and, and Isaiah 60 is all about that because it's not God that does the rising. It's not God that does the shining. It's us. He says, arise, shine, for your light has come. See, the light's already come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. What he's saying is, 
The light is there, the glory's there, but you have to do the rising and shining. God's not going to just grab you and thrust you into something. Your heart is involved. And so if we turn to Psalm 112, we'll see something here. Because he's talking here about light rising in the darkness. But who's it rising in the darkness for? Well, Psalm 112 tells us, Praise the Lord, it says, Blessed is the man who fears Yahweh, who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. See, if you're not delighting greatly in the word, then how can God do anything with you? If you're if you're more interested in watching EastEnders or you know going to bowling or football or you know doing all kinds of stuff. Now I'm not knocking people who have hobbies and interests. I'm not I'm not saying it's wrong to have them. What I'm saying is if you have stuff in your life that comes before setting yourself apart for the purpose of God. Now folks don't like this message. If you're carnal, you'll hate it. And, you know, people don't like when you put start to put your finger on the things in their life that, you know, they realise, well, you know, that does come before the Lord. And very often stuff does. Um, okay, so it says, His descendants will be mighty on earth, the generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Now, if you read that and then read Isaiah 60, you'll see that Isaiah 60 is a corporate acting out of this for the body of Christ. In other words, for the remnant, for those who set themselves apart. Not every Christian will walk in Isaiah 60. But those who set themselves apart and who start to live in Isaiah 60 so much that Isaiah 60 lives in them, begins to live in them. Um, so he's talking about, in other words, he's talk, Isaiah 60 is for the blessed man. The blessed man is somebody who delights greatly in his commandments, who sets himself apart, who has a heart after God. We're going to see this. Look at verse 4. Unto the upright, that's the blessed man, the righteous man, the godly man, there arises light in the darkness. Light shines in the darkness for the godly. And that's what we've just read. Arise, shine, your lights come in the middle of deep darkness, gross darkness. So this is a blessed man's situation in Isaiah 60. He's not talking about just Joe Christian. He's not talking about, oh, well, you know, if you just you go to church once a month, you'll start to walk in Isaiah 60. No, Isaiah 60 is for those who set themselves apart for the purpose of God in this generation. And he says here, he is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. Or uh, good will come to him who is generous and lends freely. Or good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Uh, he will guide his affairs with discretion. He will conduct yourself with justice and fairness and equity. So he's saying here that Isaiah 60, uh, or, or see here in Psalm 112, the blessed man, the things that are happening to and for the blessed man are the same things as we go over to Isaiah chapter 60, the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you, the wealth of the nations shall come to you, men will bring you their goods, their silver, their gold, uh, and people will start doing things for you because God's favour will turn their hearts. And, and you read Psalm 112, and you see that the, the blessed man is walking in this. So Psalm 112 has to be read in conjunction with Isaiah chapter 60. We don't have time to exegete all the verses 
you should be doing that, take notes. But we see here that Isaiah 60 is for somebody who's serious about uh, walking with God and serving him and being part of what God is doing in the earth today. So I want to encourage you to delight greatly in the word. I want to encourage you to be somebody who sets yourself apart to spend time with God and allow the Lord to do things for you that that he, he wants to do for you, that he's already set, promised to do for you. Walking, in, for example, in the power to get wealth, the blessing of Abraham, walking in supernatural, ridiculous, outrageous favour, walking in the spirit of wisdom, walking in revelation knowledge. Uh, I shared recently, these are five things that I pray for my friends and partners and people who support this ministry. Uh, I pray and speak upon uh, all of you who, who qualify for that, the spirit of wisdom, revelation knowledge, supernatural favour, the power to get wealth and the blessing of God, the blessing of Abraham. These are five things that's vital to walk in. These are five things you'll find in these two parallel passages, Psalm 112 and Isaiah chapter 60. Uncommon blessing, um, you know, standout favour. Uh, somebody who is really walking, dealing in equity and justice and discretion. Somebody who is, in other words, developed in wisdom and continually getting deeper into wisdom. Somebody who's functioning in revelation knowledge, somebody who knows God's favour, somebody who understands and is functioning in the power to get wealth, who's walking in the blessing of Abraham. Blessed is the man who fears Yahweh. Well, there, there's a, the blessing right there. And so blessing, favour, power to get wealth, all of these things, they're all things that set the person, the man or woman apart, who chooses to position correctly and align themselves with God's purpose for them and for the corporate uh, Zion of God, the body of Christ in the earth at this time. So let me encourage you, that's uh, something to, uh, it's a challenge to us all, it's a challenge to every, every believer, but it's a challenge to us to walk in what we're supposed to be walking in, to walk in what we're called and chosen and commissioned to walk in. Not just for our own uh, personal gratification or personal uh, supply and provision, but so that we can be conduits, channels, vessels that others may be blessed through and by. That's God's purpose for you, friend. It's God's purpose for us all. And we just have to align ourselves correctly and position ourselves adequately and appropriately to walk in these things. So I would encourage you to do that. The Lord bless you. Till next time.